the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silence. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Your hosts for this program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see the church come into its fullness and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as their Messiah, Savior of the world, and the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you, and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we conclude a week of broadcasting. And if you were with us over the past two weeks, you know that we have been speaking about appointed times of the Lord. Specifically, we are in the season of the spring feasts, and we've been talking about Passover. And we know that in the New Testament, the word of God refers to Christ, our Passover. The second uh, feast was the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And we know that Jesus is referred to as the unleavened bread of life that came down from heaven, far greater in significance that the that than the manna that was fed to our people in the wilderness. And this week we've spent time speaking about the appointed time called the first fruits. And we've read from 1 Corinthians 15 that Jesus is called the first fruits. So they're significant times and they must be seen from the prophetic standpoint. And Junie, before we did these programs, I had this thought, and we've said it over the uh, last week or so, that the time frame for the resurrection of the dead, for the redemption of Israel, the return of the Lord, and the kingdom of God are all basically in the same time frame. And I, I just sense that there is a similarity between the coming of the kingdom and the, and the situation of resurrection. It's really true, Shelley, because Jesus is king of the Jews. He was born king of the Jews. He lived his life as king of the Jews. And he died as king of the Jews. And he also taught his Jewish apostles, disciples, his prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And this whole week we have been trying to show that resurrection, first fruits, the crucifixion, and even the kingdom of God are not New Testament yes, teachings. Lord, yes. They didn't just come in Matthew or in Paul's epistles. They are founded and grounded in the foundations of the faith, in the Torah, in the prophets, in the history of Israel. 
And it's so important for our listeners to grasp this, to understand the depth of who Jesus is and what he did for us. He didn't appear on the scene in Matthew 1.1. He was there before the foundation of the earth. He's our creator. And that's why John wrote, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So as we look at the kingdom scriptures from the Old Testament, I think it's very important to remember what Jesus taught his disciples about the kingdom of God. Bless the Lord. It's interesting, Junie, because it says in uh, the book of Acts that Jesus, after his resurrection, was on earth for 40 days. And the primary thing that he spoke about was things pertaining to the kingdom of God which is powerful. That was on his heart. That was the last thing he spoke about while he was on the earth before he ascended to the Father. And and why it's so important, Shelley, is because there are different teachings by men, powerful teachings. That's why as um, believers, the body of Christ, the church at large, all have different teachings on the end time purposes of God where Israel is concerned and also the church. So to go back to the foundation, to go back to the rock, to go back to what is taught in the Old Testament and what Jesus taught and then what Apostle Paul taught and the apostles of Jesus lived is instruction for us today because we too need to live our life through the resurrected power of the Lord who lives in us. Yes, Lord. And we need to live by his word, and we need to have his life be lived through us. Thank that you, That will bring life yes, to this lost and dying world. Hallelujah. So just as a, uh, there was such a strong statement in Daniel chapter 12 about resurrection, we see many, many verses in uh, Daniel regarding the kingdom of God. For example, in Daniel chapter 7, verse 27, listen to these words. Then the sovereignty, power, and greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven will be handed over to the saints, the people of the Most High. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom, and all rulers will worship and obey him. Daniel seven eighteen. But the saints of the Most High will receive the kingdom and will possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. Daniel 7.14 He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All peoples, nations, and men of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. One more from Daniel. Daniel chapter 6, verse 26 I issue a decree that in every part of my kingdom, people must fear and reverence the God of Daniel, for he is the living God and he endures forever. His kingdom will not be destroyed. His dominion dominion will last forever. Um, Let's go back earlier in the Hebrew scriptures, the Old Testament. First uh, Chronicles chapter 17, 11, 12, and 14. When your days are over and you go to be with your fathers, this is the Lord speaking to David because the millennial reign is called the Davidic kingdom. 
when your days are over and you go to be with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you, one of your own sons, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for me, and I will establish his throne forever. Verse 14, I will set him over my house and my kingdom forever. His throne will be established forever. Again, it speaks about a specific son, Solomon, but it goes far beyond. It speaks about the Davidic line, that the Davidic line was broken at the Babylonian captivity, but it's going to be restored through the Davidic line. And what is the Davidic line? It ends up with the seed of Abraham, who is Jesus, out of the Davidic line. And when we read the first verse of the New Testament, yes. we read the genealogy of Jesus Christ, or Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. And why didn't it say first the son of Abraham, the son of David? Abraham is the father of our faith. Abraham received the promise of Isaac, and then Isaac uh, received the promise through Jacob. That's why the God of Israel the God of the sons of Israel is called the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But it didn't say the son of Abraham, the son of David. Right. It says the son of David because David was the king of Israel. And all the uh, scriptures about Jesus sitting on the throne of David forever. The throne of David is next to the Father in heaven. Yes. Uh, the gates of the uh, city to come to earth, heaven, has the name of the 12 Jewish apostles. Mm. We need to see that everything that Jesus did was prophesied in the Old Testament. Yes, Lord, yes. So some things were, some things are, and some things that are to come. And the scripture says he was and is and is to come. That's Yeshua, Jesus. That's yes, why this is so important, Shelley, that you're teaching this. Amen. Think of David's prayer, Junie, in First Chronicles 29, 11. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours, O Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Hallelujah. That's so encouraging. Wow. Bless the Lord. Psalm 45, verse 6. Your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. A scepter of justice will be the scepter of your kingdom. Psalm 103, verse 19. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Psalm 145, verses 11, 12, and 13. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made. Junie, what can we say? It's glory. And we need to see, Shelley, that Jesus is Lord. 
And the Torah tells us the Lord is God. So we see the deity of the Messiah, who is the Son of God, in our redemption, in our salvation, in the resurrected life, and in the kingdom that lives within us, and the kingdom that will come on Jesus' return. It's powerful, Shelley, because Yeshua is Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord, and the Lord, he is God. So we hope that uh, this week and last week has been a blessing to you to see that uh, so much of what happened in the New Testament was revealed through the foundation of the old. This being uh, Friday, we want to identify ourselves with our kinsmen by reciting the Shema, the heart cry of the Jewish people. And if you know it, feel free to say it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Father, we thank, thank you, Lord. Lord. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Our cups run over. Yes. Thank you, Lord, that we can thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what you're doing in all of our lives. And thank you for what awaits us all. Yes. The kingdom of God. And unless you tarry, and as you tarry, may we all be in that resurrected condition in our heart now and later when our bodies are resurrected because of you. We pray this in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. For Zion's sake. On behalf of For Zion's Sake, thank you for joining us today. If you would like to contact Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. Until next time, may the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program has been sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.